Our Gospel reading this morning is from the Gospel of Luke, beginning at the first verse of the 24th chapter. Let us listen for God's word to us this morning. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to eleven and all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. O holy God, it is the day of resurrection. It is a day of joy, of stunning good news. It is a day that confounds us and confronts us. Allow it now to transform us. Raise each one of us to new hope and to new life. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. One morning, when I was about five years old, I went down to the basement, only to find our little glass aquarium empty. The wire cover on the top had been pushed aside and there was no sign of life inside. The rocks were there. The little plastic plants were stuck in their place, but nothing stirred in the water. It was only after the initial shock of the empty aquarium that I noticed the floor moving with dozens of tiny frogs. They were jumping all over the basement floor. They were jumping up the walls and it started down the stairs and were even jumping. On the carpet. Suddenly the dog was barking. 
My sister and brother came running. I was laughing. My mom was screaming. It was wonderful. <laughs> Life had broken free, and it was everywhere. Amazing. Christ is risen. Sing, shout, sing with joy, for today we can breathe again. Today we can live again, hope again. Today we can be amazed at the power of God and the power of God's love to bring life out of death. Stories have power. Stories have power to move us, to make us cry, to make us laugh, to transform our lives. Stories even have power to bring us life. And such is the story of Easter. The story from the Gospel this morning started with the word, but. That conjunction that links two different ideas that tells us that there was something that happened before this morning. That something was Good Friday. It was the day when the women saw Jesus crucified. They saw him die and laid in a tomb. And they saw the tomb sealed shut. But when it's still dark and there's still sadness and still tears, they rise, gather their spices, and go to anoint the body. They kicked aside broken dreams and shattered hopes and shredded bits of faith on their way. Jesus had blessed their children. With Jesus, they had seen the blind see and the lame dance. And they had seen how Jesus was passionate about justice and justice for the poor and food for the hungry and health for the sick and equality for all. Jesus loved people no one else would love. And they were sad. As they arrived at the tomb, they saw that the stone had been pushed aside. And inside, they saw no body. Nothing at first. And they were entirely at a loss. At that very moment, God decided that they needed help. And God sent messengers, some very impatient angels, who show up and do not have the courtesy that angels generally have to say, do not be afraid. These angels start right in, scolding the women for looking for the living among the dead. Don't you remember? He told you this would happen. Jesus is not here. God has raised him. And then... They do remember, and they go, and they tell. They tell the good news to the apostles, to Peter and James and John and all the rest. 
Now the word in our Greek, which explains what the apostles thought of the women's testimony, that Greek word is leros, as in delirios, delirious. We could say something about the men thinking that the women are suffering from delirium, but we will pass over that. Delirium described as an acute mental disturbance characterized by confused thinking and usually accompanied by distorted speech and hallucinations. And if we had been there on Easter morning, who among us would have thought any differently? We live in a world where Syrian refugees spill over into Jordan and Lebanon. We live in a world of gun violence and killer storms and illness. And the crosses of death and despair seek so powerfully to define our reality. They tell us the lies that the poor will always be poor and that there are some conflicts that will never cease that violence is embedded so deeply in our culture that we cannot get rid of it. We fear that death is the only way to stop death and killing. And these crosses steal our hope, they sap our strength, they deaden our lives. Anything else can seem as utter nonsense. Unless we are willing to be amazed. Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb. Peter was curious enough to go into that delirium. Peter went to see for himself what had happened. And he looked in and he saw linen cloths that had bound Jesus' body lying in a heap just as if Jesus had woken up and taken them off and left them there on the floor like an old coat that one no longer needs in the spring. And Peter is filled with wonder. He is in awe. He is amazed. Because God has broken free, and who knows where Jesus might be? Life is everywhere. The challenge of Easter is for us to be willing to be amazed. It is for us to hear some word of good news and jump up and go and see for ourselves. On Friday... About 350 people gathered around Connecticut Circle to walk the Stations of the Cross from the Catholic Church to the Baptist Church to Chevy Chase here to the Episcopal Church. We all walked together. It is the most somber of all the holy days. We remember Jesus' betrayal in the garden 
his arrest, his crucifixion, his death. And as we read the words and the prayers, one began to notice all of these children, little children, babies in strollers, little children, babies rolling on the pews, toddlers drinking from bottles and pulling their father's arms, infants wrapped in swaddling clothes and being held close to their mothers. Standing in the back of one of the churches, I felt a tug on my robe. And I looked down from my prayer book, only to meet Anna, who wanted to tell me all about herself and her brother, And, oh, by the way, couldn't we play a game? All the saints were covered, and the crosses draped in black. But life could not be contained. It was a wonderment, something to amaze. When we came to the columbarium here at this church, we were reading the prayers for the station of the cross where Jesus falls to the ground under the weight of the cross. And suddenly boys burst onto the scene. Three or four eight- or nine-year-old boys came running and jumping through the crowd and over the walls and around the worshipers and through the shrubs and the grass. We could have told them to be silent, but then the stones would have shouted out. If one stopped to wonder what was happening in the midst of death, life had broken free, and it was everywhere. I have been amazed that life erupts when a son has his mother singing her old college song. Her memory is gone. It has gone away in handfuls. But on this day, he has her singing. On Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, fight, 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 fight. We are loyal to our colors. Red and Black and white. And there was life that rose up in here. She was laughing and singing. And life was everywhere. I have been amazed at the courage of mothers and fathers who have lost those they love in gun violence. And how they have lifted up their voices. I have been amazed and inspired by their strength and the determination to work for a safer world. Life rising up out of death. I have been amazed to meet a man working for a delivery company who had once been helped by our ministry for the homeless a living, walking testimony to the living Christ, the risen Christ. Easter has the power 
The story has the power to bring us life, transform our lives, renew our hope, and give us strength. If we can be curious and we can run and look even in the dead places, if we can be willing to be amazed, the floor beneath us might suddenly start to move and life break forth all around us so that we are amazed. Christ is risen. risen Alleluia. Amen.